when I'm back Got my head in the clouds and my feet on the ground I got big dreams yeah, we want you to bring your big dreams to the Genius Lab and let's make them happen. Uh, today, this podcast is uh, number four out of five for the month of January. And I've been focusing on the elemental construct of the Dagara people in West Africa. I've started studying this uh, many, many years ago. And I find it to be a very uh, intriguing uh, way to look at. It's an intriguing map of the world, I might say. And uh, it's based on five elements, fire, water, earth, mineral, and nature. Each of those uh, elements has an intrinsic energy. And uh, today we're talking about, uh, we've, we've got two things going back and forth. The, the, the first thing is we have the, a year that ends in the number four, which is associated with uh, mineral. And the element of mineral represents remembering your greatness, connecting to your life's purpose, and creating the story that you desire to live. So this is a, a year that where we get to recreate ourselves. And it's very powerful. And it's beautiful because uh, mineral energy is usually very well structured and organized. So it's not nearly as chaotic as uh, the last couple of years have been. And uh, so I'm looking forward to a little uh, peace, calmness, and organization. Um, it, it, and then we have the month, and it's the first month. So the number one, first month, is associated with the element of water. So we're talking about water in a mineral year. And to build our story, to create a new story, uh, water is great because it's healing, it's reconciliation, it's being in the flow, it's the removal of obstacles. Uh, moving water is the removal of obstacles, and uh, it it can be it, it can be a very very uh, defining uh, defining year. You add the water, and you we we get off to a really good start. Looking at what needs to be healed. One of our one of the episodes, previous episodes, was about what needs to be reconciled in your life. How do we need to balance the books in order to move forward, so that we're not carrying an unnecessary load. And uh, today we're going to talk about how to get into the flow of life because that's that's what water's all about. And uh, so I've got I've got eight ways to get into the in, into the flow of life. And and the thing that I would uh, that I would I would mention is that how to get into the positive flow of life because it's interesting I I'm not a I'm not super picky about words that I use in terms of like there's some people that I know that are just like so anal about you know well you you don't say you want because it will keep you wanting and you know I I think that we have a very loving uh understanding universe that understands our human uh abilities to communicate and not communicate and it also understands the energy and intentions of our heart so I I don't like to to get too crazy about that however I also like to stack the deck in my favor as much as possible. And if there's a better way for me to use linguistics uh, to, um, you know, to make something more clear and, and uh, better, then I definitely, definitely want to do that. So um, what I would say is uh, how to get into the positive flow of life, because there could be a, a, another flow that's not so good. So we want to definitely be in the, in the positive flow of life. And uh, so number one 
is pay attention to your self-talk. I think this is where, you know, in the, uh, in my genius lab sessions and in my coaching work, you know, this is something that I'm constantly working with people on what you focus on, you feed. And so, and how you talk to yourself is, uh, is what is going to set up either a power negative uh, energy source or a, a, a power positive or power negative. You can you can build yourself up and uh, and and go power positive, or you can berate yourself and nitpick and criticize and go super power negative. So uh, you know how many, how do you talk to yourself during the day? And bringing your awareness to pay attention to how you talk to yourself can be one of the most life-changing things that you can do to get into the positive flow of life. And, and in addition to paying attention to how do you talk to yourself, how many times do you compliment and encourage yourself? You know, a lot of times people look, they go, oh, I tell myself I'm stupid all the time or God, why'd you do that? And it's perfection is just expected. Well, that's just complete crap. So, you know, when you do something good, pat yourself on the back for it. You do that to your kids. You do that to your friends. You're always looking for how you can compliment them. At least most people that I hang out with are. But, but rarely do they give it to themselves. So number one, practice paying attention to your self-talk. And for God's sake, talk positively and give yourself lots of encouragement and compliments. Number two, control what you can control and let the rest go. This is one of another thing that I think is one of the biggest buzz kills. You know, you're moving along and, and somebody makes a decision that affects you and it's out of your control. Okay. So you can, you can, you can bitch and moan about how unfair it is and you can complain that it's not right and that they shouldn't or couldn't or blah, blah, blah. Hey, let it go. If you can't control it, let it go. Okay. Because it's just going to cause frustration. And then in every situation, look at what you can control. How can you change the outcome and what are the steps that you can take to make it happen? And, and I think that, you know, a, another big thing is, is uh, that goes along with this is clarity. You know, you need to be clear about what you want to accomplish. And then in that accomplishment or in the, in that execution of, of accomplishment, you know, what, are, what are the things that you can control and what are the things that depend on other people's responses? And, uh, so definitely control what you can control and just let the rest go. Number three, um, intentionally enter the flow state. I, I hear this in uh, any Anthony Robbins talks about this, you know, get yourself into the state, you know, and I, and I agree hundred percent. It's, it's great. Get yourself into the flow state. The flow state is basically being in the zone. And the thing that most people mistake uh, is that they think that um, multitasking, it makes them more efficient. And, you know, science has proven over and over again, your mind can, can focus on one thing at a time. And people who are multitasking are just really taking away their brain power and dividing it up into a bunch of pieces while your brain jumps around to those single things. You can't actually do two things at once. So... Um, if you focus on getting one thing done, like, like, the, the, like this podcast, I, I have like 
I have a, a musical presentation that I'm doing tonight. And so I'm, I'm like grabbing my guitar and playing half a song and then going, Oh shit, I got half song done, but I, I got to get my podcast done. And then you get on the podcast and then you go, well, I, I should be practicing my guitar and, and Hey, just do one freaking thing at a time and everything will get done. Just stay focused. And when you stay focused, you will get everything done much quicker. Okay. So intentionally enter the flow state. Number four, stay flexible with your schedule. Leave room to move. I used to schedule everything in 15-minute increments. And, and I know there's some people that are so packed in their schedule that they can't, uh, that they have to do that. I, I go in 30-minute increments now. And it seems to work well for me. I've got enough time usually. Sometimes things go over, but usually... Um, I have a little bit of time to move and then I, I plan in more time for lunch and stuff. So in case I, you know, I need some extra time. So just give, give yourself some flexibility with your schedule. I find people that are very rigid about things have a tendency to have more anxiety. So if you want to be in the flow of life, give yourself some room to move. Okay. Number five, practice self-compassion. This kind of ties in with what I started with. How do you talk to yourself? The, the main thing is treat yourself like you were your own child. Now, you know that a three-year-old only has the capacity to understand so much, right? And so you give them a break. When they screw up, you go, you know, well, here, here would be a better way to handle that in the future. And, you know, then, and you give them a little pat on the, on the head and say, hey, we'll do it better next time. Try, try treating yourself that way. Okay. Practice self-compassion. That's, I know it's hard because we, you know, those of us that are entrepreneurs are often driven by success and by particular accomplishments. And, uh, we're not very compassionate on ourselves most of the time, at least I'm not. And, uh, so self-compassion is a big one. Number six, remember to play. And this, this is huge. And when I was with, I helped build an athletic shoe company called Avia uh, many, many years ago. And it was so fun because I, a lot of times we've just, um, the sales team would just like go do something fun. Like forget work today. We're just, we're going to go play golf. Let's just go play golf. And what was funny is while we were playing, we got more accomplished than sitting in a boardroom because we were, our minds were free and we were having fun and we were open and we could bounce stuff back and forth without worrying about somebody taking it the wrong way. Cause when you're out in nature and you're, you're knocking the ball around, <laughs> your frustration all goes to the golf game rather than each other. So remember to play, set some time apart to have some fun. Okay. Um, and then, and then number seven is really important too. It kind of ties into that same thing is let go of perfect. Like what the hell is perfect anyway, right? We are sometimes so driven to, towards unrealistic things that, you know, sometimes I'll sit, somebody that I'm, that I'm coaching will be talking about, well, I, it just needs to be perfect. And I said, okay, define perfect. What, what exactly does that look like? 
um, you know, what what are the parameters w that we're working within? Are, are we building a house where if we're a 16th of an inch off, it's not going to make a difference? Or are we building a, a picture frame to where 16th of an inch will throw everything off? You know, we're working in 16ths today. Okay, cool. It, that fits the project. Um, perfect is is whatever you define it as. Um, for me, it's it's usually an impossible uh, thing to to accomplish because wherever there's a, a variance or or tolerances, uh, you can always make them tighter. It can always be better. It can always have a better finish. It can always have a better you know, I'm building a recording studio right now. And, um, you know, there, there's so many things I could do better than what we have in the plan. And then it's like, okay, for, for the purpose that we're using it for, what is the best possible equipment that we can have that accommodates our budget and gets the job done? What do we really need to get the job done? And it's so funny because as I've examined our, our, our checklist, there's a lot of things I would like to have just for fun, just because it would be cool to have them. But in order to get the job done, I need about a third of what I'm actually wanting to put in it. So perfection is just, it's a variable. So I would, I would say that it's important and it kind of leads into the, into the next one, let go of the perfect and then re-examine your values. Like what are your core values? What are your, what are your core beliefs? And if your goals, if you, if you have a, a goal that you set 10 years ago to be in a certain place now, it's likely that your goal, that your values have changed. And if your values if your goals are not aligned with your values and your core beliefs, they're not going to happen. Your subconscious is not going to allow you to accomplish them because it would never violate your values and, and your beliefs. So spend some time. I have a program called the Genius Lab Session, and we go through and we look at core values, core beliefs, um, mission, worldview, and goals. And the idea is to get a trajectory or to get congruence with all of those things so that everything aligns so that you can be in the flow. So that's it. That's your, that's your eight steps to being in the positive flow of life. And if you have any questions, feel free to get in touch with me, Toby at tobychristensen.com. And let's work together. Let's make this year the most wonderful and accomplished year that you have ever had and uh, let's get you in the flow of life. <laughs>